Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most procedurally generated podcast network. Just a quick disclaimer, we are not medical doctors, therapists, or dietitians, so please check with an allied health professional before making any changes. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Super Gym Friends. I'm Joel. I'm Adam. And I'm Zach. And this I was about to call Joel. <laughs> Joel, I'm also Joel. And I'm Joel too. And this week in Fit... We're going to be talking about Basics of Fitness Goals Part 2, Building Muscle and Gaining Strength. All right, how do I do this? Gonna be buff, boys. How do we do it? Lift shit, yeah? Lift shit. Lift heavy thing from over there and put it over there. Pick big thing up, yeah. put big thing down. Yeah. Uh, you're adding extra steps. He's right. Just uh. pick it up, put it down. <laughs> oh, you're moving it. Oh, I went for a walk for some reason. Yeah, you nah, yeah. I'm an idiot. Don't need that. We it's just like need to pick up maniac. and put it's back why down. He's the trainer and yeah. I'm yeah. the dumb boy. I think the core <laughs> of all of my like training cues that I give is just pick it up and put it down. Nothing, yeah. Everything else doesn't. And nothing matters. It's I all feel just like pick it's up. a lot more complicated. Than that. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> there, no, that is very a joke. A lot. Oh, I see. Yes, you're agreeing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. There's a lot more there's, to there's it. There's wrong ways that. to pick it up and put it down. Yeah, oh so, yeah. There uh, is legs straight as they can so be. So many roots. Oh, all uh, back. All back. Curved. Curve one like like a hoik motion. So yeah, you want yeah, like yeah. all the power coming straight from the lower back. When you're when you're Knees, lowering the weight, put it in bent. your teeth. Yes. <laughs> Nobody listen to this. <laughs> like drag it. Drag yeah. it like a fucking misinformation. Stop it. You are. Put it in your teeth and <laughs> put the put the put the put the lat thing yeah. around your neck and then pull it like that. Like that emotion. So yeah. it's yeah. Going against your neck. Yeah, you need that kind of... You want like a pulley system where yeah. your neck is a bit of a pulley. Yeah. This, any the of this, shame I feel. I feel we're <laughs> the not... shame I feel. <laughs> my children, uh, you have not been listening to my teachings. This is what betray feels like. Oh, I see. <laughs> Betrayed. How dare you. Uh-huh. Okay, so gaining muscle... Or and I gaining strength. Must, must. Um, oh, wow. Ooh, no. <laughs> how, Maybe we don't. How bad does that feel? Zaman, I want to no. gain must, must. No, Zam. That <laughs> feels very bad. It's uh-huh. like a weird intersection of like childish 
and kind of almost just like weirdly serial killery. <laughs> it is, isn't yeah. it? Like if an eight-year-old could be a serial the killer. The mus killer. I need to, yeah. the mus I need mus to grow my mus mus and be strong. Oh, God, please never say that. I'm sorry, Zach. This is the episode from here on out. This so how is... do I build mus-mus? Oh, far out. Okay, so going back to what we said last week, mm-hmm. we have a calorie, which yep. is our usable form of energy, which we get into our body by consuming food. We have our maintenance calories, which is essentially the amount of energy or food, because mm. our energy comes from our food, that we need to consume to stay the exact same as we are now. So we will not lose any weight. We will not gain any weight. Mm. And it'll just be enough energy to have our organs do its daily functions, plus walk around and do all the fun and Mm. wacky things we like to Mm. do in our day. We should genuinely have a glossary of terms. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Not even joking. Adam, this is your job now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why can't the man who knows the terms do it? Yeah, you can be your job is now, that my maybe. official title? The man what, who knows what things? If, what if just at the end of the episode we went over t- the important terms? Oh, yeah, 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 we do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that actually... <laughs> that might be useful. That might be yeah. beneficial yeah. for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That, w- that right. would not be the worst idea okay. as well. Yeah. So, as we talked about in the last episode, when we go below, that is how we lose our weight. Caloric deficit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Spot on. However, the process of gaining muscle and strength requires the opposite. We need to have an overabundance of energy, aka an overabundance of calories, mm-hmm. in order for that to fuel the adaptations that we want to be creating in our body. Mm-hmm. So essentially, we need to be going into a caloric surplus above our maintenance calories. We can eat more. Indeed. Huh. I was about to say that's like what The Rock does, where if you've ever seen like what The Rock eats in a day, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy. But that's actually not even necessarily... Presumably, the, well, maybe The Rock is trying to gain muscle mass, but he's not... Presumably, a lot of that is calories yeah, is just this, insanely high. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a lot to maintain what the rock's cooking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm win. This the other thing with the two flags. You're wrong. That's it. We should get the comedy. We should. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Don't quit your day job yet. Uh huh. Okay. So. Eat more. Eat more. Exactly. And so similar to when we want to lose weight, we don't want to go in an aggressive approach. When we're eating up, when we're in our surplus, we likewise do not do not want to go into an aggressive surplus. When we eat too much, there is only a certain amount of muscle mass that our mm-hmm. body can generate, mm-hmm. can at grow one at one time. Exactly. So we want to be getting as close to the perfect amount or the perfect surplus where all of our energy is just being converted to muscle and none of it's being converted to fat. That's Mm. almost an impossible thing to do, though. Okay. We're going to, when we're doing our hypertrophy phases, we're going to accept a little bit of fat gain, Mm -hmm. but it's okay because when we do things smart and we do not go too aggressive in our bulk, as we call it, then we will be majority of the time gaining that good okay. life-giving substance that is muscle. Okay. Oh. So say someone like me, I was like, I would like to, like the going 
building on like last episode where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. fat loss. So, okay, I've entered a deficit, let's say. It's hypothetical fantasy realm. I've uh, on a, like a, a, a deficit. This hypothetical fantasy world where I could be in a caloric deficit. <laughs> exactly. It's like, ooh, let's see. Uh, yes. So It's not happening, but let's imagine, let's imagine it, it is happening. Um, so I'm on that so caloric deficit. I'm losing. Um, uh, so I've gone from, say, was it 2,200 uh, so calories? Like, let's say like our maintenance is at mm. 2,500 calories. Yep. Okay, so, nice so the maintenance yep. is at 2,500. So now I'm saying I've gone down to 2,250. And now let's say like we're doing it, doing it well. I'm now down to 2,000 and I've, lo- yep. I've lost a lot of... We've been doing this over time. So yep. it's not two weeks. It's been mm-hmm. a few weeks. We've yep. been pulling it down. We've lost a little bit of fat, like a nice bit of fat, and yep. we're feeling pretty good. Okay, and then so we hit the hit a point. I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. what that point is, but we've hit a point, and now I can eat more. Essentially, it just comes down to what your goals are. Like okay. you could right now mm-hmm. come to me and be like, Zach, I don't give a shit about six packs. Uh-huh. Done. I just want muscle. I want to be big uh-huh. and I want to be strong. Uh-huh. And I go, cool. It doesn't. As long as we do not care about having a little bit of fat on us or gaining a little bit of fat over time, let's go into our surplus. Okay. Okay. So it's it's like an arbitrary point where it's whenever you feel like you want to start gaining muscle, mm-hmm. that's when you should start gaining muscle. Okay. So for example, it's the fantasy realm. Um, so I've lost that I'm on this caloric deficit. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty happy with this. Now, so we get now down I to wanna... like our twelve to fifteen percent body fat, but we're a little bit like thinner now yeah. i'm like we just want to start to develop that like muscular foundation <laughs> as well and so then i'm like right, i want to build up some muscle muscle yep so oh, can, God. Can. i'm gonna start bleeping it <laughs> <laughs> please oh can you, can you bleep it in real life though so that i don't have to hear it so i, want to start I don't up. think my powers are that strong. Um, god damn it adam <laughs> okay so i want to start building that up and so now i'm like okay cool and now we sort of start gaining more eating more and so then i'm mm-hmm. sort of working out more so what's the benefit of doing it that as opposed to then just now being like well zach eating more sounds great so let's just build muscle from now so what's the difference is what I'm trying to work out in my head. It really comes down to your goals. Okay. There is no, like, the difference is, like, how you're eating, obviously, but it's just, like, what do you want from your body? Like, what do you want to achieve? If most people, it's, like, I have a very, although they might have trouble actually, like, expressing it, mm. they have a vision of themselves which they would like to achieve, and a lot of the time that does require that fat loss to occur. At some point, it doesn't have to be now. So what we're doing Mm. right now is we're essentially going through like a bit of a maintenance, like with your training, we're going through a bit of a maintenance phase calorie wise, because we're not going to change it too much. I don't want to throw in too many new variables for you guys. Mm -hmm. And we're just focusing on our training, which will, because both of you guys in an objective way, we're sitting a little bit like above that 15. Sure am. There's no shit. And there's like. And Wait, 15. Oh, percent. 15%. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So essentially, our body already has a larger store of energy because, like, fat is also a store of energy. Mm. Yeah. So we're sitting at that little bit higher. So we can go through, if we do go through, like, a weight loss phase as well, mm. it doesn't have to be as aggressive. But because we have all of that energy stored, it can also be converted into muscle mass as well when you start from that higher body fat percentage okay when you're starting around that middle or like close to it it becomes a little bit more difficult because your body doesn't have as much to go back on Mm -hmm. but essentially 
what can be created is what we call body recomposition, which is at the same time, losing muscle, sorry, other way around, <laughs> <laughs> losing fat and gaining muscle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which is a very difficult thing for most people to do. Mm. However, when we, in circumstances of a high body fat percentage starting off from there, it can be done. But we're not worrying about that too much right now. Mm-hmm. What we are mainly focusing on for you guys right now is technique and a little bit of hypertrophy because what I believe for most people who haven't been going to the gym consistently, coming back new, never been for the first time, is most people will not have a very big muscular foundation. Okay. And so we want to build that up first so that when we cut back, mm. when we go into our deficit, it's easier to do because when we have more muscle, when we're doing activities, whether it's a run, whether it's weightlifting in the gym, there is more tissue being activated. And when there's more tissue being activated, there's more energy required for that activation, which means you're going to be burning more. So it's easier to do that weight loss as well as when we lose that fat, there's more that's going to be showing through. You don't just want to lose fat and be like, oh, cool, look at my bones. Mm. It's like, no, cool, look at this definition and that definition or Whoa, whoa, hang on. No, 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 no. Let's not go too far away from this bones. (laughs) (laughs) Or that definition as Adam would like to say, tone. I don't like to say tone. What? Well, I certainly don't like to say tone. I love saying tone. I'm just picking you out. (laughs) I want to see my bones. (laughs) Tone and muscles. I want to know where my skeleton is at all times so it can't sneak up on me. I I don't want it it to escape. I get it. I get it, dude. I'm scared. (laughs) Okay. So is this a kind of like... So that tone or that muscle definition, we need to have that foundation of muscle for that to show up. If we don't... If we've never done hypertrophy training before, so what is hypertrophy? Hypertrophy, hypertrophy. is sorry. I probably Did should I have said it right? already. Hyper- Hang on, wait. He said you say it. Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Yeah, there we go. Okay. We saying it right. Hypertrophy. I had somebody. I had an old teacher say hypertrophy, and it just gave me a hell yeah a headache every time oh, I heard it. Okay. No, okay. Uh, I've seen it written down. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm, no. I'm, so I'm hypertrophy. Right. That. I reckon I would have gotten it. Even if that's said wrong, it's said right for this podcast. We are not straying away from it. I will not hear hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Good. Hypertrophy is the technical term for muscle growth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're in the the period of trying to grow our muscles. Yep. So we're doing a little bit of like a kind of creating the neurological connections to our muscles. Mm -hmm. So bringing our like essentially like bring our mind's awareness back to our body, what muscles are working, and then increasing our ability to overload those muscles through, this is a big word, improving our motor neuron inhibitory reflex. Motor neuron inhibitory reflex. Exactly. Okay, well done, Adam. What that essentially is, is this is a little bit outside of hypertrophy, but it's Mm. still a little bit connected, is... In our muscles, we have a motor neuron, and that is the attachment of the nerve Mm -hmm. to the muscle tissue. So that's how our brain signals the muscle to do its fun little actions, which we love to do in the gym. Fun little actions. (laughs) Maybe not for you guys, but for me, they're fun little actions. No, it's just funny to call them that. It's fun little actions. It's fun little You go and you pick up a thing, or you move your leg like a big idiot. Do those fun little actions actions. with your legs. Okay, all right. With your... Yeah, it's fun ah, to say. I hate it, but it's it is. It's so fun to say. I got oh, bleep, God. to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't censor us, Adam. 
Um, and so the motor neuron inhibitory reflex yeah. is something that almost everybody who's starting new at the gym or hasn't been training for a while will mm. kind of butt heads with. And so it's essentially our body or our mind more specifically does not trust us to do things, to not go overboard when we're exercising. So it's essentially like, man, if I let you go wild, you are going to overdo it, get yourself injured, tear the tissue, hurt your back, whatever else. So I'm going to put an artificial limit on the amount of exertion that your muscles can perform or create. Okay. Because I think I remember, Adam, you saying like a story about a guy who was trying to do like X many chin-ups and it's yeah. something to do with when your body's telling you you're a, when your body is like that's it we're done you have nothing left in the tank mm-hmm. that is your body being like we might need more for for predators it's your body not- actually being like you've got more but stop yeah not quite that it's it's similar but it's a little bit separate from like this like the specific yeah. motor neuron inhibitory okay. reflex that's more to do with just like your body's trust in your ability to like reach that upper limit of so you're saying my so body doesn't trust me pretty much Piece of yeah shit. exactly <laughs> your body's <laughs> like what the fuck? the fuck down you're i've been piloting ki- this for over 30 years are I you think trying I to kill us maybe <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do you want to fucking what if a fucking dinosaur comes dude <laughs> You're going to have nothing left. What the fuck? Why are you talking about dinosaurs? We weren't around the bird. same time. With, okay, Big Bird, I get yeah, you. Yeah, that's okay. right. I understand Big Bird. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. right. Big Bird or where's a gorilla. This, where's this Big Bird? <laughs> what if a gorilla comes in with a gun? <laughs> gorilla! <laughs> okay, now I'm scared yeah. of the, of the gun-toting gorilla. You should be tired. And, Stop right, this. Okay, okay, I'll lie we down. We don't need to do this. I'll lie down. You maniac. Eat some noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Eat up. Good. Yes, so the gorilla can't have them. Now we need to find a mate. <laughs> but these noodles are pretty. I'm still scared of the big bird gorilla. Yeah, you thing. should be. I am. We need to make babies. And that's the motor neuron inhibitory reflex. Okay. Brilliant summary, guys. Okay. I think I understand. I love it. it. I think I understand where it's coming from. Okay. Fearful of big birds and gorillas. Love yes. noodle and mate. Anything that prevents you from making babies is bad. <laughs> Big gorilla that tears your arms off will stop you. Big gorilla. Okay, okay, big gorilla, I'll stop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. That sounds... All right, I think I get it. I get it. I get it. It's not that, by the way. Oh, okay, don't get it. No, it's it's not. It's definitely not that. Are you saying that what we just did was not an accurate roleplay between Zamet's motor neurons and himself? (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying it's unlikely. Huh. What, which Sci- the science is I, out. But I am afraid of this big bird. We keep yeah, talking about yeah. That's right, big bird. Yeah, see? yeah it's no but good. It might get us. See, it that might. does come into play because when we're in the gym, we're underneath the roof. So the big bird <sighs> fear does actually, it, it's taken away. So the gorilla fear is outside. still very real. Yeah. Okay, exercise without inner. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that thing where people are like, <laughs> we've, so gorillas are just like that. They don't work out. So we've never seen oh. a gorilla at full strength. Hundred percent. No, that is like very real. Gorillas are not doing like a progressive overload. They're yeah. not training properly. They're not even eating properly. I like and they the, are you're huge. Like, you're, you're like gorillas aren't training properly. They're, they're not, not eating 
those little bitch ass gorillas. I want those. Mm, I want them to get big. Uh, you're, yeah. you're like critiquing gorilla. <laughs> like a gorilla does, like a le- like pulls himself up. Yeah, poor form. No, yeah. that's why right, gorilla. This is my official call out to all gorillas. <laughs> you guys aren't training yeah. properly. I'm calling you yeah, out. I bet you couldn't weight. stand Yelling my programming. At, <laughs> yelling at gorillas in the zoo. Neutral spine. Neutral spine. Neutral spine. <laughs> oh, you could be pushing it harder than that. <laughs> Give me another two. <laughs> yelling at the gorillas. Yeah. Do you want the big bird to kill you? Do you? Are you afraid for the big bird? All right, now do, do ten more. Ten more. That's you know, it. Like gorillas, you maniacs. Like, you get your arms torn off. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but anyway. like legitimately, imagine a gorilla who has a proper training program and nutrition. <laughs> They're huge already. Yeah. With those sort of things, the potential for oh my god. That's how we get a kong. That's, that's how, how we, we get, get just like yeah. a sphere oh, you don't mean of the muscle. Toy. No, I mean the king. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. So that's not what our definitely not. <laughs> no. Things doing. No, well, so I, I, I think the jury's out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so mu- muscle neuron inhibitor, motor neuron, motor very close neuron inhibitor. Okay, inhibitory that- reflex. Oh, there's so many words. It is okay, and that's basically being like move the muscle this way. No, it's the body or it's the brain going stop a certain amount before your actual limit of what your muscles can do. Okay, so. One thing is we have like RPE, which is a term for rate of perceived exertion, which is a self-ascribed number to like do with the- a pain scale. Yeah, yeah, a pain scale, basically, yeah. But it's like how much effort did you put into that particular yeah. set? Mm-hmm. And so we have, it's a scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. 10 means I could do uh, no extra reps. I was like at my absolute limit. Nine, I could do one extra rep. Eight, two, seven, three, six, four. And five and below are nebulously easy because it can get like a little bit tough to judge yeah. our RPE beyond a point. Sense. The reason that that's important to know with our motor neuron inhibitory reflex is because there is a certain point. So like the point at which people will say their intensity is when they start to train is not what their actual intensity is. So it's very common for somebody to come into the gym. They haven't been training ever. Like they haven't done proper weightlifting. You put a barbell on the back after you've done their screening and you know that they're doing it safely. And you say, squat down, do 10 reps. They do their 10 reps, whatever weight it is. And they go, how heavy was that? Like, how hard did you feel? What was your RPA? And they'll say that was a nine or 10. Yes. And you go, cool. I know particularly one of the things for me is I'll look at people's faces and there's a certain face that everybody <laughs> makes when they're hitting that actual, like that eight to 10 RPE wise. There is a face, 100%. You guys have started showing it. Oh, that's good. I you see. didn't before, but you have started showing it now. And Where you can, you're like, that's the actual level. That's the level. Yeah. And so this person will ascribe their nine or 10 mm. to what is legitimately about a six. But it feels like a nine or 10 because their mind is telling them you cannot go more. I do not trust you to go harder. So I'm telling you (laughs) big bird. I'm telling you there's a big bird. No, it's I'm telling you that you are not safe to do any further. So this is our limit. And over time, as you push to that artificial Mm. limit that the mind creates, it goes, cool. We did this. We were safe. 
I'm going to give you a little bit of a longer leash. I'm going to let you go okay. that little bit further. How much of this is tricking our stupid brain to doing things? Everything's tricking okay. your stupid yeah. brain. To, well, I, our stupid brain to doing things, not just yours specifically. Uh, I actually noticed uh, <laughs> when we were training, I actually noticed that just recently now that because I, I think I was consciously doing the face, but like it, the, the face helps me process. I'm hmm. not actually at a 10. I'm doing the face because it... It helps my system or whatever. And I saw you seeing the face mm. and you're like, that's enough, Adam. And a few times I was like, no, 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 no. I'm tr- I, my body is now trying to trick you. Your face. Don't worry, I can keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so essentially, like, this is one of the first adaptations that our body is going to create when we start a proper weightlifting program, proper weight training. And it's really, really good because we can increase our strength so much really quickly without actually really increasing the strength of the muscle tissue. We can go up in the weight because our body's like, I'm going to let you go harder. I'm going to let you push that intensity more until we reach that actual nine or 10. Hmm. But our muscles aren't actually stronger. They're just ability to work to maximal effort is increased. Okay. So that makes sense. that's kind of what we're working on at the moment in your training is getting you to that higher threshold of fatigue, getting you to hmm. that really high level of exertion Beyond that point, that's when the real fun can happen. That's where the hypertrophy really begins because we're putting that ac- like that adequate load onto the muscle. Okay. So, so there's kind of this like thing where it's just like you look, you don't you're actually stronger than you think you are. Hundred percent. So everybody is- like, okay, you've got the two, like you know, yep. okay, um, I reckon I can go with the ten dumbbells because that seems about right. Oh boy, that was real hard and oh I'm exhausted to be like, don't be an idiot. Come on, you can go to like But it's not even that. It's like I go to those 10 dumbbells and I go, that is my absolute max. Mm. Because right now, that is. That is what your mind or your brain is allowing you to go to. Okay. But you come back the next next week, you do the same thing again, but you go to your 12.5 this time. Mm -hmm. And without your muscles getting stronger- you're able to do them that little bit easier. Uh, so it's your brain just being like, oh, okay, it wasn't as bad as we thought. We can do a bit more. Exactly. That That's is right. spot on. And do a Perfect. bit more and still have enough energy for that big bird we keep talking about. <laughs> I'm, I still don't trust you, Zaman. I think the big bird's coming. But I'll let you do this. And actually, this is what's really happening. I know he said one thing, but uh-huh. Zaman, uh-huh. me, your motor yeah. neuron inhibiting reflex or whatever. Yep. I, I am telling you. The reason why I'm letting you go further is because I've thought about it, and I think this will help us get away from the big bird. As a good, uh, yes, we don't. Yes, good idea. Thank yeah, you. Science says one thing, but I'm actually this is me. This is what's true. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? Yeah. Is it good to watch us do this? <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, yes, this is the good comedy that the people are coming for. But then another good. part of me is like, if anyone's yeah, coming for this comedy, this is the adequate oh. comedy that the there people are coming go. for. Yeah. Yeah. But then another there part of me is like, please, That's, listeners, do not, see, do is, not trust them. This is it's it's again, it's that, that they're just it's not. That, it's like it's the comedy uh, inhibitor no, reflux. We're like, oh, that was pretty funny, but no, it's your brain telling you that as much as you can handle. It's the environment that's making you feel this it's podcast funny. is like the door guards where we tell only lies and oh Zach my tells God. only truth. 
Oh god, and it's so true. You need to work out which one. Oh, I just said. Or <laughs> <laughs> did I? Be born clever, Adam. Pick out who's the secret personal <laughs> trainer in the group. Yeah. Mm. I'm mm. sure people can look at pictures of us and figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Get him back on okay, track. Okay. Yeah. Sure. What is hypertrophy? Hypertrophy is created when we create what is called micro tears in the muscle fibers. Ah, yeah. You're like, oh, no tears in the muscle fibers. No, I think I know this one. It's kind of like, so so you get get your hand, right? Mm -hmm. It's like all all fingies are together. And so then, like, when you do little micro tears, like, spread out your fingies. And then your comes in and kind of like bridges those gaps. So now you have a bigger, meatier hand. It heals them up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So a thing or two. Hypertrophy is this balancing act between muscle damage in a good way. We're not like Mm. injuring, but muscle damage and muscle recovery. Mm. So the damage is what we call the stimulus, which is applied to the body. Mm. And the recovery is where the adaptations occur. So the recovery is almost like the most important part. I remember the recovery is where we actually grow. You were saying that um, there's like evidence to suggest that a longer recovery time in between like sets mm-hmm. uh, is actually more beneficial for muscle growth. It can be more beneficial for muscle growth because you're able to. So, like, there's a study which came out a few years ago, or like a recent one where it was measuring like the different lengths of time between like the rest and your sets. Mm-hmm. And it was showing that up to like eight or 10 minutes between sets allows you to overload the muscles. So push that little bit harder mm. each set that you like each preceding Kinda set. Kind of like you're coming out first. of fresh almost. Each yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. And when we have more overload, that's a higher level of stimulus, but the recovery that I'm specifically talking about is the one when we're out of the gym, the recovery that is caused by our good sleep mm-hmm. and good diet. So that diet needs to be, like we're talking about, a caloric deficit for your average person. If we're a little bit, if we're like quite a significantly higher body fat percentage, we don't have to worry about it too much because your body will have energy stored in its fat cells, which you can rely on. But at some point you will get to that area where we need to go into a surplus to make up for that calories. So then it uses those calories and uses the protein that we're also eating. Haven't talked about protein much yet, but using protein that we find in our diet to convert into muscle. So that process is called muscle protein synthesis. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Fish high in protein? Fish high in protein, indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Essentially, like all of our meats, uh, all of our meats are high in protein. Okay. Other sources are eggs, protein powder. Cheese. Cheese is actually, yeah. but it's also high in fat yeah, as well. Is, we're not discussing that. <laughs> it doesn't matter you what said, else has us. You said protein. <laughs> Indeed. And I'm happily giving you one. If Legumes. you need something high in protein and you also need to, to uh, not, uh, to what's it called? Surplus. Surplus. Cheese good for surplus and protein? Cheese good for surplus and protein indeed. There we go. <gasps> oh We're my learning. God. We, we tricked him. <laughs> we tricked him into letting us have cheese. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. That's it. That's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. I needed to be tricked into we it. We used your own words against you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... Going a little bit deeper, yep. how do we maximize or optimize our training to elicit those hypertrophic adaptations, to create the specific stimulus which is going to lead to the microfiber tears which we recover from to grow our muscles? And on a very basic level, what that is, is it's going to come down to our rep schemes. Mm-hmm. So a hypertrophic rep scheme is typically between 8 and 15 reps for whatever exercise that it is. It should include a training program for hypertrophy, should include a combination of some compound movements. So a compound movement, I remember I talked to you guys about it today. Can you guys remember? A compound movement is one that uses multiple joints. Yeah, spot on. Mm. So it should have a combination of compounds which program properly should begin at the start of your training. So you do your compounds first because they're more taxing and then you should finish it off with your isolation movements. What are isolations? Single joint. Yeah, single joint. Exactly. Some examples are compounds would be your bench press, squat, deadlifts, pull-ups, and isolations would be your flies for chest, side lateral raise for your shoulders, some other stuff like kneeling lat pull-ins for your back leg extensions, you're throwing all away, of that uh, fun stuff. Away. You're throwing around a lot of um, a lot of these names for movements are very hard to know. <laughs> That's all right. It's yeah. all right. They're just ideas for like people mm. who may know them but may not understand yeah. that. Like, I'm sure people can isolation. Google them and stuff like that. Yeah. I, do, yeah, exactly. I have been find, finding, though, that as we've been doing more and more stuff and as uh, – mm. like this is not just – what we've been doing recently, but also like back when we first began, like information is slowly starting to build up and I'm slowly starting to learn bench chest press or something like that. I'm like, all right, I can start to break that down into its words and understand. Mm. Like if I hear- A um, press movement. Yeah, it's something like, yeah. or if I hear like some of those words and something else, I'm like, all right, there's a relation here. Yeah, yep. it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, all the years and all the other people have told us what to do is only now filtering in uh, <laughs> after almost half a decade. Taking like, a while. I get it now. And it's but not all it's that. it's 100% right. Like, this is the problem is like we're constantly, there's so much noise. 
yeah. around health and fitness. Mm. It's just noise. Yes. And so you need to be able to filter it down. And I hope what this podcast is for you guys and for everybody at home is it's a way to like hone in on the frequency of the good noise. Okay. So essentially like contextualizing all of the jumbly mess which you hear throughout your life. And you're like, cool, this is how I'm going. To- I can now understand it better so that I can like do my own training better. I can achieve my goals in a way that's going to be smart and effective without like, and being able to block out all of the nonsense that there is plenty of in the fitness industry. Okay. Yeah. So on top of that, a little bit deeper into Mm -hmm. training. So we need to balance our stimulus with our recovery. So it is very important that we do not put too much strain on the muscle Mm. and then not get a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. We need to be sleeping. We need to be eating because without it, we're not going to be able to grow adequately. And then we have recovery issues. Then we go down rather than up. We, mm. What's the opposite of progress? Degress? Uh, degress. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Degradation. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> degradation works. Okay. And then we also need to be overloading. So one of the important principles of training is progressive overload. And it's similar to what we were talking about in our like weight loss, how we don't just start at our ending calories, start super low. We over time build our calorie, like slowly pull our calories back week by week, week by week. Okay. So it's not all at once. So for example, um, so you've got us, us, you've got us training three times a week. Yep. So, and like that's, I guess, not really overloading us too much. It's kind of getting us into the rhythm of things. And again, yeah. we're, we're at a different kind of, I guess, phase of our fitness journey, as it were. Yeah. Um, right and the I guess beginning. that kind of those other days of recovering. So, mm-hmm. for example, if um, I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I missed, say, Monday's session. And then I'm like, okay, well, I know uh, what I can do is, well, okay, well, I've got another training session on, say, Wednesday, and I'll just do Mondays on Wednesday. What happens? Is that bad? Is that good? <laughs> I've seen you guys do that a few times. I'll see like double sessions come through. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it does. It's so, not the end of the world. Yeah. So the most optimal three day a week program mm-hmm. will be a full body everyday program. So that's every single muscle group trained Area. for those three days. Yep. Yeah. Okay. However, that's not what I've given you guys. Yeah, because sort of- we're pretty limited in what you have in like the home gym that you're using, mm-hmm. and so I've given you. I believe it's an. Is it an upper lower full body? It's push pull legs. Yeah. Oh, push pull legs. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. It's been a while since I programmed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We've been doing them. It's been pretty. Yeah, but like there's some days where I'm like, oh, just either work got a bit too busy, yep. or I just kind of you know, just couldn't find the time. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll do either the next day and then I either have two days where I sort of like back to back or yep. if I'm really pushing it and like I've really fucked up, then I'm like, well, this is legs and this is this is push. So I'll just do push and then I'll do legs. Yeah. So like at the, that's kind of mm. okay, to be honest. So, so we're it's not, it's not like rather than if we miss a day to just miss it, it's preferable if we can make it up on another day. That's With better. your specific split. Yes. If it was full body mm-hmm. three days a week and then you did two full body sessions back to back, then we would have a little bit of a recovery issue, potentially. Probably okay. not just because of like the intensity that you're going to be training at and mm-hmm. the amount that you're doing, but for most people, you might come into a recovery issue. Okay. Because you will not be training 
double the amount on that, like of a muscle on that day, you'll be training two different muscle groups or multiple different sets of muscle groups, Mm. but keeping them separate and not doubling up, it'll be relatively okay. Okay. It's best to spread it out because then we have like the body can focus on recovering one muscle group. Then it like you do your next session, then it can focus on recovering that muscle group and so Mm. on and so forth. Whereas now it's like, oh, cool. I got two to recover from back to back, like all at once. Mm. So it's like a little bit less optimal, but it's not the end of the world. Okay. All right. So, but in an ideal but world, that, we'll try and yeah, yeah. space them out. And so that overload is less about, so there's like a few ways we can overload, mm-hmm. but a very basic, simple way is just by increasing the weight that we lift over time. So like how when we're doing our deficit, we slowly decrease our calories over time. When we overload for our hypertrophy, we're increasing weight. So it's like one week I'm doing, I'm using the 10 kilo dumbbells. In two weeks' time, I'm using the 12.5s. In two weeks' time, I'm using the 15s. So we're continuing to put a greater and greater stimulus on the muscle as the muscle's ability to move and contract maximally increases. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Hmm. Otherwise, like you just do 10 kilos, your muscles adapt, so 10 kilos becomes easy. You continue to do it, and then it's like, oh, cool, this is easy. I'm not going to need to adapt to it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last real like basic idea is volume. So the volume of training is about like, there's a few different ways you can calculate volume, but the most common one is how many sets of each muscle group are you training per week? And so a good rule of thumb for the average lister, lifter mm-hmm. is to sit somewhere between 10 and 20 sets per muscle group per week. And then however you split that across is another story as well. But okay. <laughs> we might leave it at that for volume. All right. For now. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. we started with calories. Yep. Calorie deficit. For calorie our hypertrophy. Cost. Yeah, for hypertrophy. The calories that we want to be consuming, we should be in a caloric surplus so that the body has extra energy that it can use to be converted into our muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. Next, we should be doing so next like the idea of hypertrophy itself or that muscle growth is caused by stimulus which creates microfiber tears in the muscle tissue and the adaptations are created when we recover through eating a good diet and getting enough sleep and rest in between our sessions Mm -hmm. we want to be continuing to overload the muscles through progressive overload so that we're not letting our muscles get very comfortable with the weight we're going to continue to increase it so that it's continuing pushing that like higher and higher intensity or continuing the same intensity, but with higher and higher weights. Okay. That makes sense. And then we need to be getting enough volume in to stimulate the right amount of hypertrophy or maximizing a hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, which will be around that 10 to 20 sets per muscle group per week. Mm. Right. I guess that makes sense. And all this basically will help us uh, grow our... And on that note, I've been Joel. (laughs) I've been Adam. And I've been Zach. I hope hope you all out there are bumpy and... and The only question is how many times uh, am I going to be bleeping these? I reckon you'll give up. You think? After the third. Nah. (laughs) Nah, I don't think I will. Oh, let the people hear. I don't think I will. Let the people hear. The question is, do I... 
bleep it from when I said I'd start bleeping it, or do I bleep it from Let the, the people You here. have to leave one in. <laughs> they have to know the pain that we go through. They Look. don't. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians. We are, at best, bumbling fuckwits. So please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, send us an email at supergymfriends at gmail.com. And to continue the conversation, head on over to our Sandspans Discord or Facebook group. Links to those are in the show notes. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.